Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Krista Fabric. She's a marketing consultant, speaker, and professor. She helps small business owners with simplifying marketing. Krista, welcome to our podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm a geek for words because I write and I speak and I just like it when business owners just share what they do in the simplest way, which in your case, literally the first thing you see on LinkedIn is simplified marketing for small business owners. So everyone knows what you do, who you do it for, and there's no ambiguity. Now I say this jokingly, but I, but I really stress to all listeners because most of them entrepreneurs and executives, I literally had this one guy, he had like seven different abbreviations and seven different titles. I'm like, I didn't say this is kind of rude, but I'm just saying with you, it's like, there's no ambiguity. So for the listeners, if you have a business, please be succinct and concise because no one cares what you do until you pull them in, which I'm really excited to talk to you, Krista, because you're a marketing person. So first of all, <laughs> tell us when you realized that marketing perhaps needed to be simplified. Well, um, I've been in marketing for, uh, it's almost 20 years now. Um, and so I think I realized many years ago that as I started to work with more and more small businesses that they all either just dive headfirst in and want to just learn everything they can so they can do a really good job because they understand and value its importance. But then they kind of forget about running their business or they're so completely scared of, overwhelmed by, what, stressed out by the thought of trying to do any marketing that they just try to hide their head in the sand and ignore it. <laughs> and so I realized if, if, they re if they simplify it, you know, they can have a little bit more of a healthy approach to it. <laughs> oh, that's great. And what's really unfortunate, Chris, is that a lot of people think, oh, I have to have the perfect product, the perfect service. I'm like, look, 90% of your success is based on sales and marketing. And bluntly speaking, there would be no Apple if there's no Steve Jobs. And Wozniak oh. would literally openly admit that he gave away computers but if you don't have a Steve Jobs, you wouldn't have Apple. And that goes for every company, frankly. So for you, you mentioned you've been in this for 20 years. What are some companies that you feel you've learned for? Because now you have your own company. So I'm always curious about the origins and where you learned your, your, your gifts from. Well, you know, I was really fortunate to jump in on the ground level of two different boutique um, advertising and marketing companies. And so I really did got, kind of get to grow with them and learn from directly from the owner, from the strategist. And so I think that's kind of my biggest um, blessing in my marketing career. Um, but my, where I really learned was about five years I spent at a creative agency is what they call themselves. But we, we were a true at agency. And I got to work with the owner and we worked with some huge brand names, Preferred Hotel Group. They're an international hotel group of independent um, hotels, over 700 around the world. I got to work with, you know, directly with their marketing director every day. I got to work directly with their president. I got to work with their regional sales and marketing directors around the world. Um, I got to work directly with the CMO of Toyota when we worked on the Toyota Racing Development brand and on the Escort brand. And so I feel like... Um, I worked at these small companies where I got to really be hands on and just learn from some of the top brands in the world, but learn from also some really brilliant marketing minds. Oh, that's great. 
And let's dive into that a little more because I used to work for American Express and at the time I was quite naive. I'm like, ooh, if I go in the marketing department, I'll get to do really cool creative things. And I realized the marketing department hires the agency like where you work to right. actually do the cool creative <laughs> things. So I, I didn't right. know that at that time. But I also understood like, wow, there's a reason why every single product that's out there, for the most part, we don't need it. We don't need an iPhone. We don't need all these things that we buy, but we want it. And it's the advertising agencies that create these creative things that you mentioned. And again, just to clarify for our listeners, you can work at a marketing department at a company, let's say American Express. But you usually have a budget, which most of them are the bigger ones do. They'll hire these agencies as what you're referring to, what they call these creative agencies or these advertising agencies. And that's where the creative stuff goes. I want to just make sure our listeners really understand your breakdown because you have more of a high level understanding, but I want to make sure they don't miss out. So talk to us about a brand. Let's say in my case, I really learned about the luxury brand and the global brand from American Express. And I was literally the guy that created these sales pitch decks for my team to pitch the big plant in the world. And so that's why they focus on golf and tennis yeah. and luxury and polo. So I understood global branding from American Express. So for you, do you have an example of a brand that you either helped build or brand that you worked with, whether it was Toyota, that you really understood from those moments, like, wow, this is something that I can use for my clients? Yeah, well, um, yeah, that was the um, F-Sport brand was really interesting. So if you've not heard of Lexus F-Sports brand, um, it's kind of been integrated within the Lexus now, but way back when, and I believe it was 2006, I want to say, I feel like for a lifetime ago, um, we, our agency was brought in to do all the market research, to design the logo, to design, you know, the brand colors, to decide like everything about the packaging to the parts, to the dealership materials, to the email campaigns, to the website design, to the photo shoots. I mean, every single aspect. And I was one of the key players. I worked directly with um, Lexus's marketing department. I worked directly with their agency of records, Saatchi and Saatchi. We were brought in as an extra partner for this because of our work with TRD. So I feel like I, I learned every aspect of what it takes to build a global brand, right? Because we had, we, we literally did everything. We did, I, I was a, a part of everything for, it was about a year and a half process from beginning to end of when, you know, the parts were out for sale and we were actually at the trade shows with Lexus too. I mean, we, we were everywhere. <laughs> uh, so I definitely, that is where I think I learned the true nuts and bolts from A to Z of how to build a global brand. That's great. And so let's translate that into tangible advice for our listeners. What are some basic things that every single business owner can do better in terms of the brand they want? Yeah. Well, number one is I think a lot of businesses neglect this is actually looking at the market and the competition, right? Like what is already out there that's similar to, or the same as what you want to or do sell. And then what are your comp competitors doing? And then number two, you said, you know, not everybody necessarily needs most of the things that they sell. <laughs> we sell, right? Yeah. But really it's every problem solves a, you know, a problem. I mean, every product solves a problem or makes your life easier. So we may not need an iPhone, but does it make our life a heck of a lot easier for a lot <laughs> of things that we do? Absolutely. Right. So that if you can, if you could see your intended target audience and what can you do for them with your product or service, what problem are you solving or how are you making their life easier or better? Then you're going to sell you, your marketing's done, right? That's your main marketing message right there. So 
So Krista, I, I appreciate you actually being in alignment with your simplified marketing. And I'm going to break it down for listeners because like I said, you mentioned about looking at what's out there, looking at competitors, because as a speaker, I speak for a living near the 20 years, but I have a lot of clients that are wanting to be speakers or coaches. And I'm like, don't overthink things. It's not about what yeah. you want. It's about what test, what test, what the market wants. So with, especially with speaking, it's not an actual physical product, not a car, it's not a phone. So with speaking, you really have to be super clear on what message and solution you're providing. But I wanted to really give you props, Krista, because really don't overthink things. You can have all the ideas in the world, but if the actual market doesn't want it, they're not going to care. So I just want to stress that great point where look out to the market to see what's available and then look at the competitors. And then those are the ones that say, oh, I want to do something completely different. Look, Mark Zuckerberg didn't create the first online social media. You had MySpace and Friends and all the other ones that predated him. So usually they often talk about the, the first the first people that come, come there, but it's actually not. It's actually the second, third, fourth, fifth iterations, even with the right. iPhone. Microsoft yeah. created the iPad before Apple did, but it was a timing thing and Apple's genius with Steve Jobs. But all I'm saying is for listeners, hopefully you really take what Chris is saying about keep it simple. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's the key thing. I mean, it's so easy to overcomplicate, but if you just really focus on the problem you solve and how you can do it different or better or cheaper than your competition, there you go. You're done. Different, better, cheaper. Like I said, going back to the simplicity. So I, I love how you communicate so concisely, Krista, because again, it sounds so simple, but it's not. So I hope our listeners really, really relate to what you're saying, but relate literally what you just said to their business. Because frankly, a lot of people I meet, they're just so unaware and it's unfortunate, but that's why they have you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so please share with our listeners, how can they find you? How can they stay in touch? And how can they eventually hire you one day? Well, you know, my, my name is Krista Fabric and that's F-A-B-R-I-C-K and that's everywhere. My website is kristafaber.com, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, everywhere you want to find me, wherever you're <laughs> comfortable, I'm probably there. I'm very active on social media and so they can find me at kristafaber.com. Um, it has great. all the links to that as well. Great. Krista, thank you so much for your time. Have a great day. Thank you. You as well. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.